We're going cricket now. Uh, we're on the precipice of some great domestic, great domestic season. I mean, they've been playing Plunkett Shield at the moment, uh, but we are going to be your home of commentary here on SENZ. And joining us now, one of the great uh, Black Cat wicket keepers who's about to embark on a great coaching career, I am sure. BJ Watling joins us. BJ, how are you doing? You're good, Mark. How are you? Excellent. We're running a barbecue thing. I have to ask all our guests at the moment. We're running the, the most vital ingredient at every Kiwi barbecue. What would be yours? We're into the quarterfinals. We started at 32. We're down to eight. What would be your number one must-have at a barbecue? Uh, good question. I'd, I'd probably say sausages. Number one seed. Look at you go. Yeah. You've just picked yeah. the feeder of barbecue. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be because you, you need plenty of them to, to get around everyone and they're a good little filler and, and pretty easy to cook too. So, yeah. <laughs> I would say steak, but yeah, yeah, I think the sausage is a bit easier. Steak number two seed. Look at you go. You could have my job. You could have my job. But BJ, you got a job as a coach. I'm really interested in about the transition of coach, uh, player to coach, because when you're a player and your team's batting and you're sitting in the hutch and you're waiting for your turn to go out to bat, you're thinking, I can go out and make a change and all this sort of thing. Now you sit in the hutch for the whole game. How do you handle that? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know I, I move around a little bit, um, depends on the situation out there and and I guess the, the intensity um, at the time, but um, I'm quite enjoying just parking up, watching a bit of cricket, um, our pre-season was pretty full on, we, we I had Flinny and myself working pretty hard and throwing balls and whatnot and, and running around, so that was it was quite active actually, uh, so it's nice to, at the moment to be able to sit down and actually watch the game and and enjoy enjoy some cricket, but uh, I've enjoyed it so far. It must be different because when you're a player, your number one focus is yourself. It has to be. You have to be a better keeper. I have to be a better communicator. Have to be a better batter. Um, now you're sort of looking at um, I don't know how many's in your squad, fifteen, sixteen, something like that, and you've got your eyes across everyone. Are you finding you're having to be more technical or more malleable? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, it's something that I, I've learned quite quickly is, is making sure that uh, you're obviously getting around the, the whole group. Um, we, we have a squad of 16 contractor players, but we also have a few black caps as well, as, you, as you'll as you know, and, and a few guys obviously pushing to, to try and play domestic cricket on the outer. That you, you, you're certainly trying to get around and, and learn a bit more about them and, and, and trying to figure out ways that you can help them to become, I, I guess, the best that they, they could possibly be. So communication has been the probably the number one learning and, and how to approach different uh, different people and different personalities. How do you manage your roster with black caps? Do you, because you have guys that might perform quite well and then you know I'm looking at people like Neil Wagner, Mitch Santner, um, number of players like that, Timmy Southey as well, Kane, Trent, I mean you've got a you know, uh, an embarrassment of riches, but they're not always available. How do you juggle that? Yeah, I haven't had to do it just yet. I mean, we've we've obviously had Wags uh, a part of our, our Plunkett Shield team in a couple of games there. And look, we're lucky enough to have a, a, a very strong young bowling attack with some experienced bowlers as well that we can we can look to rotate and rest a bit and try to get the, the most out of them for a summer. So, I mean, that's that's one of the options. Um, yeah, look, I'll, I'll tell you in a couple of months when we've had to deal with Kane and Trent and, and Mitchell a, a bit more and, and and some of those decisions. But 
Yeah, look, I think we just plan for it and, and obviously adjust that plan if, if we need to add closer to the time. How valuable to have people like, and I think I'm right in saying, you've got the likes of um, Jeet Raval, uh, guys that have had a little bit of experience in, in the top guard, Timmy Seifert as well, those sorts of guys, Scott Kugeline, they become your senior regular leaders. Yeah, they do, they do. Uh, I think they've they've all played a lot of cricket, they all understand the game and um, so in terms of making my job a bit easier, it's good to lean on, on some of those guys and, and potentially pass those messages, messages through them. So uh, I know Jerry's our captain or, or Jeet's our captain and, and um, yeah, I've certainly got to know him in a, in a different way than when we were players and, and we're, we're trying to, yeah, I guess relay messages uh, all the time and, and it's useful to have that, that experience within our squad because um, we have got some young young, ta- young talents as well that we're looking to, to keep, keep growing them. Have you got Dutchie this year, Colin de Gronholm? Uh, we don't have have Dutchie at the moment. No, he's I know he's across in India at the moment playing in the Legends League, I think. Um, so, yeah, look, he, he's... Trying to play little bits of cricket, and and if the, the situation comes up, then yeah, we'll we'll talk to Dutchie at the time. But at, at the moment, he's yeah, he's doing a few trips around the world. Why not? Why not? While you can, hey, while you can. So uh, it gets underway Saturday, I think. Um, what can you tell us about your first game and your planning going into it? Do you, do you make a statement first up, or how do you, do you ease into it? Oh, I think you'd, everyone would love to make a statement first up, but uh, it's not always that easy, um, especially against the side that we're playing. So we're down at Nelson um, playing CD, and um, we've got a couple of trainings leading into that game, which which would be useful to us just to adjust to the, the conditions down here and potentially the surface, which might be a bit different to what we're used to. Um, I know the CD side is a very experienced side as well, a very strong side with a few of those uh, I guess wider black caps, the likes of Tom Bruce and Dan Cleaver and, um, and and obviously Josh Clarkson, who's been playing really well for a couple of seasons as well, dangerous players. So and, and guys like that are, uh, are experienced and they know they'll know what to expect um, heading into this first game. So look, it's it's actually a mouth-watering battle. Mm. Um, I'd like I'd like to think that we'll we'll start well, but I also understand the games. Yeah, it's a fickle game sometimes. So we know that we've played well in the four-day stuff, but we'll have to switch on again for this and, and make those adjustments to white ball. Saxton Oval, I think, is one of the best grounds in the country. I'm not talking for a player, for a spectator. Very important to me, which players probably don't even realise, is car parking. There's a massive car park there. The catering's good. Wonderful viewing ground. Um, as a player, how did you find Saxton Oval to play on as a surface? Yeah, it's a lovely ground. Like you said, it's a great place to come. Um, the surface, uh, potentially, we, yeah, I've played on a couple of white ball surfaces and, and a couple of red ball, and, and they've played fractionally differently um, on on each occasion. So to be fair, we will have to assess that pretty quickly. I know the weather's very good, and, and it's looking like um, today's 25 degrees, I think, so... Cool. It's it's starting to feel like summer anyway, so we'll, we'll certainly see what um, what the surface has to offer, and, and hopefully these training wickets give us a, a bit of an idea today. Absolutely brilliant. Well, BJ, as always, I appreciate you coming and chatting to us on the show. It's going to be a fantastic uh, season, New Zealand Ford Trophy, and I think you're all starting 
at exactly the same time. Canterbury, Wellington, Otago, Auckland, Central and the Northern Brave, all 10.30 Saturday morning. Uh, do you keep an eye on the others or you just focus on yours and worry about their games later? Uh, well, during the four days you do. Um, you have a bit more time. I, I'll keep an eye on some of it, I'd imagine. With, when you're coaching, you get to watch a fair bit of cricket and there is a bit of downtime. So I will keep an eye on, on the other games a little bit. But obviously with white ball now, things move a bit quicker and, and I think you have to be just ready to go a little bit more as, as the day progresses. So I'll certainly keep a little eye on things, but there's a long way to go in the competition anyway. Actually, last question. I always say last and then I think of another one. I wanted to ask you about was your assistant coach, Daniel Flynn. You've known each other... Uh, probably since you're in nappies, maybe not quite that long. What's it like working with someone as a coach and assistant coach who's known someone together? Is it, is it, does it make it easier or harder? Um, oh, it certainly made it easier. Like, I know Flinny quite well, and as you said, we've, we've come up through the age groups at ND, so um, we know each other reasonably well. So that, that in terms of I guess that starting point with relationships already there, so you're not you're not having to work on that um, to begin with. Um, and and I know it's it's been great working with them. Just we've been able to we can get straight into the challenge. I reckon it's it's been quite fun. If, if he thinks I haven't said something right or the plan's wrong, then then it's it's fairly. I'd like to think it's fairly easy for him to to tell me that, and and we can make adjustments quite quickly. So in terms of that. It's been really nice to work with, with someone like Flinny, um, who also has a wealth of knowledge around cricket and, and batting. And, and I mean, he's one of our best ever batsmen for ND. So um, I know the boys certainly respect him, and, and the work that he's put in this year has been, been outstanding. Well, two hundred. We're going to miss him for a couple of weeks. Yeah, two hundred and forty-three <laughs> games as a player for Northern Districts. You're about to debut as the head coach, so it all starts again. Uh, BJ, we wish you all the very best, mate. No, appreciate it. Thanks, mate.